0: Hi everyone, it's Deb Phelps and today we'll be talking about application, practical application, one of my favorite topics. And application is our responsibility. So how can we apply the Course Principles in our lives? Okay, so let's talk about this today in Talks and Meditations on A Course in Miracles. So I welcome you and thank you for joining with me today. So I want to share with you this prayer from the text and it's similar to, or it's been likened to the Lord's prayer in traditional Christianity. And so it goes, forgive us our illusions, Father, and help us to accept our true relationship with you in which there are no illusions and where none can ever enter. Our holiness is yours. And what could be there? in us that needs forgiveness when yours is perfect. The sleep of forgetfulness is only the unwillingness to remember your forgiveness and your love. So let us not wander into temptation, for the temptation of the Son of God is not your will. And let us receive only what you have given and accept but this into the minds which you created and which you love. Amen. So this prayer is very meaningful because it has a real strength to it. And the strength is, well, forgiveness for one. And it comes from that rightness. It's something that's here and now it's, not subject to the past, the present, or the future. It's not of time in any way. It brings joy to us, right, and a blessing to us. That's not just words on a page. And so this this prayer, forgive us our illusions, Father, completes something. What does it complete? It completes uh, the fact that we are ceasing all illusions and deceptions, but it's not a doing, right? And when we complete this, now there is a beginning, right? When something is completed, there's now a beginning, right? An ending and a beginning. It's completing. that's true it's beginning that's true but it's not of my personality it's not of time it's not of the world it brings us to a new beginning forgive us our illusions father right no need for forgiveness because we are already loved and we can feel blessed and so if you've been studying the course right studying the course of miracles my book is really beat up now at this stage (laughs) almost three decades into it but it's not about the book it's not about the words on the page and this is why practical application is so important to me because it can be just words on a page and to many people who don't study the course it is just a book with a lot of words in it on bible thin paper right but we're here to bring the words to life. That's into that application. And so many times we become so studious in, in we got to know this. We got to have the knowledge of this course and, and we can spout off quotes and passages and concepts and principles and ideas and uh, correct other course students and uh just continue on and on and on we want to learn and that's what we learn here in the world is that we want to learn we want to absorb as much knowledge as possible but are we really applying the course when we're just absorbing a lot of knowledge and spouting that knowledge? What we need to be concerned about is bringing everything that's in these pages into application. Right here, right now. And when we do that, the learning part is over. But the thing is, is we don't really know what is meant by application. The thing is, is when we are applying what we're learning, There's no effort. Right? So when we are learning, there is effort. There is a desire. It's, I want to accomplish this. I want to forgive uh, my boss. I want to uh, see this differently with my family member. But wanting to do it and doing it is two different things, right? You want to accomplish it. So if you're wanting and desiring this, then you are still interested in learning and knowledge and self-improvement. And what that is really, is that you are evading the application. Interesting. The thing is is application is not difficult it's the habit patterns that we have and um, the thoughts we have around it our psychological makeup all this that prevent the application we make excuses for the application as soon as I understand XYZ then I can apply it I hear this talk all the time from students is that, well, if I can only get peaceful, well, then I can forgive so-and-so, right? Or my life has been, uh, so difficult with traumas and tragedies and pains and betrayals and, and whatnot that I'm never going to get there. Or it's going to take me X amount of time to get there. And so we're always putting the application at arm's length instead of applying it now. And so the course itself deals with facts. This is the facts. This world is an illusion, right? But the thing is, is we look at this course and we read this course and we look at it and we interpret it. We interpret it the way we want to see it. We judge it the way we want to say, it, the way we think we should see it, and the way we think it should be. Right? We form that course. What the what the course is saying, we form it into what we want it to say. And then we bring that forth to other people. And and this is what we want the Course to say instead of what it does say. So the Course is really simple. We make it hard because of our interpretations, because of our judgments. You know, we think the Course should be easy to follow, it it, it should be pleasurable, or we think it's difficult and we put that judgment on, it's difficult, I'll never learn this course, right? So what we're really having to deal with is, is is not the words on the page, what we have to deal with is the interpretations going on in our own mind. That's what we have to deal with. But see, our interpretations are our judgments, so you can say either one, or even if you want to go a little further, you could say our grievances, right? Our interpretations are not of God. And so we don't really know anything else. But if we were self-aware or aware, we could say, well, wait a minute. We would stop, we would think about it and say, is this my interpretation going on? Is this my interpretation? And many times we certainly would get confused, of course because we don't know if something is an interpretation or if it's a fact, and that's okay. At least we've come to that point of seeing that we don't know if it's a fact or an interpretation. And so when we look at application then, application is to be with God, either you're going towards the body and all its desires, gratification, uh, the wants, the habits, the selfishness, the insecurity, the unfulfillment, the pleasure, the world itself. Or you relate to what enhances who you are or what was... or. or, or You embrace who you are, that is. You're embracing what God created you as. Because, in fact, we are as God created us. Right? Application is not possible unless we're ready to outgrow what we see here in this world And if we're clinging to the world, we're not going to apply what's in this course. So yeah, we have to walk this world because it's the very, there's still a part of us very deep down that's holding on to this, right? That's holding on to this world and that's okay, but we can have our sights in heaven We can can know what is of heaven while we're walking here, but we have to continue to be aware of this. And we can find that heaven is needed here. We can become aware of our brothers. We can help our brothers and sisters here. And why even say sisters when really there's only one, there's no gender. It's our brothers, all of us here together. We have the capacity to give. We do. And so when we're applying the love, right, it brings heaven to earth. So wanting this, wanting heaven, knowing that heaven's there, does not doesn't do it so we have to ask ourselves am I willing to change am I willing to see my thoughts differently and actually doing so that's the application and see if we say yes if I'm willing to make that change if I say yes well then we do have to bring it into the application And as long as we interpret things, we're still in learning mode. And we're giving application the runaround. We're hiding from the application. And if we really wanted to apply this course, and I would think all of us do, I would say yes, I I agree with this, I I agree with this, and I'm going to bring it into application. The thing is, is we, we say to ourselves, well, I don't know how to apply it. And we get confused about that, but I don't know how to apply it. Well, yeah, yeah, we do. And once we come to the fact what he's telling us right love or fear love right then we're responsible for that application we can keep postponing it and staying stuck in the learning aspect of it and the knowledge and gaining more knowledge and and watching uh, video after video after video of of different course teachers, of uh, listening to the course on audio, to reading it over and over and over again. But the thing is, is your responsibility is to the application of the course, the facts in the course. So once you read a fact, okay, God is love, you are as God created you, now it's your responsibility to subdue that which keeps you from the application of it. Right. So in part two of the course and the workbook, okay, there is uh, discourses and the first one is what is forgiveness? And then right after that, there's a lesson. It's lesson 221, and it says, peace to my mind, let all my thoughts be still. Now, this lesson is really important. It's very key here because we can be joyful in this. We have been trying to do this for many millions of years, is peace to my mind, let all my thoughts be still, and now we can actually do it. So peace to my mind only happens when all all my thoughts are still. And the thing is, we don't want to still all our thoughts. We don't want to do it. So if we don't want to still all our thoughts, that's an issue. (laughs) Because if I'm stilling all my thoughts, well, then what happens to me? What happens to my personality? me my ego me so he tells us that the course is simple that you need this course and also that we're not willing to listen to the course and we can't hear what the course is saying if we're not willing to still our thoughts right so if we unless if we still our thoughts well then we're going to have the peace so if we if we don't want to still our thoughts, then, well, what do we want? Is that what we really want? And see, the what comes in here is, <sighs> we don't want to still our thoughts. Isn't that crazy? We say we do, we say we want, Um, peace to my mind, let all my thoughts be still. We read it in our, uh, different study groups and classes. I've read it for almost three decades, but how much do we mean it? Now look at that lesson that says, I want the peace of God. And what does he say in that lesson? But to say these words is basically one thing, but to mean these wait if you could only mean these for a moment, for an instant, what's going to happen? Right. But so we've been so built on the insecurity and the divisions and the separations and and all this other stuff that we've been giving reality to. But when we realize, okay, as he says in the introduction to part two of the workbook, well, words will mean little now. We use them but as guides on which we do not now depend. So. Yeah, here we're using words to communicate, but then we come to a a place where we realize that words are no longer necessary. And so when we use words, well, I use words now, it's bringing us both to that fact where we don't need words anymore. You know, the brain is going to continue to think and to have words. It doesn't want to let go of the thoughts. But then if we want that direct experience of truth, the lessons are there to help us to leave the world of pain and go to enter peace. And that's from, from the workbook. So we want to apply what we're learning. So he also says, now we begin to reach the goal this course has set and find the end toward which our practicing was always geared. Now we attempt to let the exercise be merely a beginning For we wait in quiet expectation for our God and our Father. So now we wait in quiet. We've come to the point where the seeking of knowledge now has come to an end. The learning has come to an end. And we come to quiet rather than to keep going and trying to conclude the thought. That's all false. Forgiveness occurs when we come to the quiet. So in that quiet, what somebody has said about me, what somebody has betrayed me, somebody has hurt me, that cannot enter because now I have found that sacred space within me where that peace is, that quiet is. So... If we want to forgive, love, right? We want to love and not judge, we come to the quiet. We wait in quiet expectation for God. So when we're in expectation, we're fully alert. We're attentive. We're not misled by the thoughts. When we come to expectation, it brings about a certain consistency at all levels of our being. So learning doesn't do that for us. Learning is partial. If learning keeps going on and on and on with even deceptions, it, it's self-centered, right? Expectation is not self-centered. It's because we're not projecting what we want, like what we want the course to say. Well, we want things to happen, right? The images that we, manipulate no thing no thing at all is real so we wait in quiet expectation so expectation is necessary for us to come to peace and to the quiet we 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 can't overlook this And we can sabotage that expectation by going back into the thoughts and thinking what we want. So our responsibility is to not let anything intrude upon that quiet expectation. Right? If we want to know peace and we want to know God's will, we don't accept the thoughts that aren't real. Right? So I undo... Any thought that intrudes upon the expectation upon the quiet and we can easily get lost in this world in the world of senses so we keep repeating peace to my mind let all my thoughts be still so don't get lost in that remember there's our thoughts which are manufactured thoughts false thoughts and then there's god's thoughts and it's god's thoughts that we want right we want that love and really when we when we even look at forgiveness forgiveness is because we've judged something and now we say i forgive but if we're applying there's nothing to forgive because we're already applying that nothing occurred. There is nothing to judge. There's nothing to interpret at all. So there we go. Peace to my mind. Let all my thoughts be still. Everything is God's love. There's nothing more to that. There's nothing more to do, to think about. We, we don't have to say, well, I will forgive this person. I'm going to forgive this person. I'm going to do my forgiveness work. Forgiveness work happens now. When I come to the quiet mind and let all my thoughts be still, let all my interpretations be still, let all of it, all the judgments, be gone. That's how we do this. Right? So we trust in the Holy Spirit who's in charge of the atonement. And doing a fear because he's going to help to awaken us and when we stop focusing on the knowledge and the learning and the absorption and gaining as much and telling other people how they should practice this course and you could say well I'm kind of doing that now myself well you don't have to listen to me you already possess within you everything you need to do this course so don't tell yourself you can't do it because you can because you have everything within you to do it it's actually now doing it not telling yourself you're going to do it not making excuses why you don't do it it's doing it and as we do we're releasing the illusions we understand the healing of our mind. And as we do this for ourselves, and we allow the Holy Spirit, as, as it says in the Truly Hopeful Prayer, I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. Right? And we feel his presence, peace to my mind, let all my thoughts be still. And then we're glad, our hearts are glad, and we're happy. And that's something that we can really take with us. So I encourage you to look at this lesson. I'm not going to do a meditation today, but take a look at this peace to my mind. Let all my thoughts be still. Be with that. Take time for quiet yourself. And see what you can gather and what you can learn from it, okay? So, application is your responsibility. Are you ready to take on that responsibility? I think you are. So I wanted to just quickly note that we have a virtual online retreat on November 3rd, Saturday November 3rd. So dedicate about 6 hours not that you're going to be online for six hours. We're going to be off and online as we do some self-reflection ourselves, on and eat lunch, of course, that sort of thing. But it's open to anyone, and you can go to uh, mindfulmiraclesretreats.com for the sign-up information and what we'll be doing: meditation, reflection, journaling, sharing, that sort of thing. And I'd love for you to to join me uh, in that as we. Uh, Really take that time. If you can't make any of our retreats or any retreats, well, let the retreat come to you. We'll gather together. We'll take some time offline and it'll be a wonderful experience for you. So dedicate that time. Turn off the phone. Tell your family, I need this quiet time to myself. And don't say that you can't do it because I know you can. Right? Peace to my mind, let all my thoughts be still. And our theme is our essence is love. And isn't that what our, lo- our, our theme always is, is that our essence is love. And then coming up on November 1st, I had a look at the calendar there. November 1st, we're going to be doing a, a class. I, I, I do these Living A Course in Miracles classes on Thursdays. And this time for the holidays uh, since People can be busy, that sort of thing. We're actually going to be studying and sharing in what I consider A Course of Miracles based classic, and that's A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. And it's the book all those years ago that I came to that led me to A Course of Miracles and, and everything that I've done since and I'm I'm looking forward to revisiting it again. I know she has a current uh series now on teaching the teachers like a free video series that she's been doing. I've been enjoying that and listening to her once again and and I hope you'll join me cuz I'll be incorporating some meditations, uh certainly passages from the course, that sort of thing uh from uh November 1st until about mid December. So I thank you so much for joining with me today. Please see the website www.miraclesone.org for all of our materials that we offer many freely to you, our podcasts and our videos and everything else to help you to continue to practically apply A Course in Miracles. So thanks again. This is Deb Phelps. And as always, I wish you much peace. Namaste. At SuperValue, we believe in low prices. Shop thousands of our low-price, own-brand products online at SuperValue.ie and get them delivered straight to your door. SuperValue. Believe in low prices. People don't become successful by accident. You've got to know what you want. So take off your shoes. Sit down. Reach no further than your tablet. Type in Skoda, and you've won. Smile about doing less while some other guy is doing loads. Yawn like you've never yawned before. Smile again about the offers from 0%. Then configure your perfect car and fill out the easy online finance application. It's never been easier to be successful. Finance provided by way of higher purchase agreement from Volkswagen Financial Services Ireland and subject to lending criteria. Terms and conditions apply. Visit scoda.ie for further information.